Well, good afternoon. I feel like I just can sit and enjoy entire service what we have today with the children singing and all our gifted music musicians here and all of things we have. Uh, well, actually, it was a month ago I preached uh, when I talked uh, about uh, Sundays of Easter. Do you, I don't know if you remember that or not. We have seven Sundays of Easter in our church calendar. Uh, we just passed fifth Sunday. So what happened after seven Sundays of Easter? The Pentecost comes, right? So that's how we uh, follow the church calendar. So I just like to continue the story of Easter. I got a story. You know, I think every preacher has a story they can share about Christmas or Easter. This is my story related to Easter. Uh, also, this is a story I promised to share with you uh, last sermon. So we, I'm going to show you some pictures and then going to talk about uh, th- uh, this story. This is a story of a man uh, named Pastor Henley who was born in 1858. I don't know, 1858 is probably the kind of year for your great-grandparents' birth year, maybe, that closed. Uh, um, he was the fourth generation Pennsylvania Dutch parents. In 1878, he went to college. Uh, this is a house he was born in Pennsylvania. And he went to college in 1878 when he was a second year in college. He became a Methodist Christian. He was so impressed by a Methodist uh, pastor, and he uh, actually became a Methodist. Upon graduating from college, he enrolled in a Methodist college a seminary called Drew Theological Seminary in Madison, New Jersey. And he wanted to become a missionary. He submitted a request to Methodist Episcopal Church for an appointment to Japan, but no opening existed at that time. Instead, Korea, there was a one Korea at that time, opened as a mission field in late 1880. 84. Methodist Church decided to send him and his wife, Ella, who was raised as a Baptist, to Korea as missionaries. Can you imagine the age of the person, the, the Pastor Hanley? He was just 26 years old. Finally, Pastor Henry and Ella, and in, in company with a, another missionary from Presbyterian Church, they Actually, he was a medical doctor. They set foot on dry ground at Incheon in Korea. They intentionally picked the day they arrived at Korea. That was April 5th, 1885, day of Easter morning. That was the first Easter in Korea. This young missionary brought Easter to my home country. The, the other the missionary from Presbyterian uh, Church, his name is Horace Underwood. I don't have his picture here. He was a medical doctor. He, st- uh, he founded a school, and later he became a college, and that's the college I graduated. And also, Pastor Henley founded another. He also founded a school. Later, it became college. One of graduates, the first president of Republic of Korea. Um, he graduated. He later be, 
came to United States as international student. He st studied at um, Princeton, and later he became the first president of Republic of Korea, South Korea. Pastor Henley also uh, uh, founded the first Methodist church in Korea, and also he worked for publishing the Bible in Korean. And his wife, Ella, assisted another missionary in the founding of first women's college in Korea. And that's a school called Ihua University. And my wife graduated. So we got some, we had the fruits of their ministry and mission in Korea happening in uh, late 19th century. In 1904, age of 44, Pastor Henley was traveling to southern port city called Mokpo to attend a meeting for the Bible translation. There was an accident. He had crossed the sea and he was in a boat, kind of ferry, and then he was collided with a, a Japanese uh, merchandise ship. He was able to get out of the ship when the boat was sinking, but he didn't because he got back to the ship to save a high school student who was there with him as an interpreter. Then his people, the other friends and companies, they didn't find him ever. He didn't make it. So his body was not found. I got some couple of more pictures here before that. Can you send? Can you show, show me the next one? So this is the age, a uh, years, and then mission in Korea started. And can you go to the next? Uh, this is a school uh, Pastor Henley founded in Korea. The next, and this is his family. He and his wife got four children. Um, since they came to Korea. He had a sabbatical year in in United States. He came back. Um, I don't know how long he stayed, and then moved back. His family got some. One of of all this child got some health issue. They stayed. They didn't come back when he uh, died. Uh, so I think his family was not there with him. Can you show the next slide? Yeah, this is kind of a similar size uh, ship uh, when the accident happened. Can you go to the next slide? Then people, uh, much later, the Methodist, uh, Methodist in Korea, uh, they honored him and they uh, actually uh, have a kind of memorial place in Foreigner Cemetery in Seoul. This is a very uh, rare place in the world. This is an international uh, gravesite, 300 missionaries and their families are buried. You can see that a memorial chapel over there. When you go to memorial chapel, you can see those uh, uh, writings or some of the recordings from uh, missionaries. One of these missionaries, uh, uh, her name is Ruby Kendrick. She mentioned, if I had a thousand lives to give, Korea should have them all. This is so powerful. Uh, can, a lot of those things. Can you go to the next slide? Um, this is the Pastor Henry's uh, kind of tombstone. It shows uh, some description of when he came to Korea, when he died. The other side has a description of how he gave his life to save a young student in Korea.
when I was in seminary, uh, I wanted to become a missionary, missionary too. So I took a training course, and the last class of this missionary training is to go there for a one-hour pilgrimage, so stay there somewhere in a cemetery and then pray and read all this description, who, the, who those people were. You can see some large stones over there, but also there are very small ones. You cannot see it, just it's like here, stone on the ground. When you read those names, you're going to be surprised. And names are fine, but years, like they were born like 1884, 1886, then died in 1887. Tombstones of babies who were born in missionaries' family in Korea. All kinds of reasons they didn't make their full life. It is a kind of holy place in Korea. Whether you believe it or not, largest Presbyterian churches in the world now in South Korea largest Methodist church in, in the world is now in Korea. And without the works of these people, it cannot happen. I have a video also. Maybe you can just uh, shut down the audio. Can you, can you play it? And there are a lot of people go there for their pilgrimage. Uh, oh, you don't have the video here? Okay. Um, so a lot of seminary students, also a lot of Sunday school. Uh, people go there, pray with them. And I went there when I was a pastor in Blue Springs, it was 10 years ago, with the, my youth group. I led a youth group, uh, 23 youth from Blue Springs, Missouri, went to Korea for the summer mission trip. We visited this place and prayed with them. So for me, the one of those, those tombs, do you, have an, do you have another picture? Yes, this is the other side of Pastor Hanley's tombstone. Every tomb over there has body. But this tomb is empty tomb because his body was never found. To me, it's a symbol of Easter. As God loved us, God gave his son for us. And his son didn't stay in the tomb because he loved us. We cannot see the body of this Pastor Henley, but this empty tomb speaks to us. How he loved people in Korea and how God used him to show God's love to these people. So for me, Every empty tomb story in the Bible, whenever I read it, it reminds me the story of empty tomb of Pastor Henry, who came to Korea in age of 26. He gave his entire life and died in the middle of like 44. I don't know what kind of Easter story you have in your mind. Easter is much more than just a story of what happened on the first day of Easter. To me, Easter is about what it means here and now. Hopefully you find how Easter speaks to you and to your family. How God speaks story of love through your Easter. And I believe that's how what story of Easter in our Bible 
speak to us. When Jesus said, follow me, it means, would you follow me the way of resurrection, way of Easter? For me, my interpretation is to give love, give myself to the people God loves. Let us pray. Holy God, through the empty tomb, I believe God speaks us how he loves us, how Jesus gave his life. We like to remember this story of resurrection, story of Easter, and find out more deeply how God loves us. And also give us courage to live as people of resurrection, people of Easter, so we can speak out God's love to the world. In Christ we pray. Amen.